Welcome to Cat Chat, brought to you by Dr. Elsie's, the wonderful private company owned by Dr. Elsie, a feline-only veterinarian whose personal mission is to formulate litters that keep cats using the litter box, which keeps them in their loving homes. I'm Tracy Hotchner, the author of The Cat Bible, Everything Your Cat Expects You to Know. My mission is to entertain, educate, and inspire cat lovers like you to give their kitty cats the best possible life in nutrition, affection, and environmental enrichment. With Dr. Elsie's support, the Cat Chat Show brings you interviews with cat authors and experts, some old favorites, some new conversations, so you can better understand and appreciate your own feline family members. Dr. Elsie's is also the founding and continuing sponsor of my New York Cat Film Festival, short films from around the world that celebrate the kitty cat, which will be back in theaters starting on Global Cat Day, October 16th, around the country, and will travel nationwide through 2022. Meantime, thanks to Dr. Elsie's, you can now see streaming versions of earlier festivals for free on Tubi TV. I am so happy to reconnect with an amazing cat lady. Marilyn Krieger is a certified cat behavior consultant through the International Association of Animal Consultants, but she's also the author of a book that is eternally good called Naughty No More. And those of you who are cat owners think, oh, that's probably a book about cats. And sure enough, it is. And recently, Catster, which is a fabulous publication, both as a magazine and online, featured her book and said, does your cat have this issue or that problem or this behavior? Well, Marilyn Krieger's book can help you, and it can. So I was uh, sent a question, a problem, from a listener who happened to have the cat Bible, but now, of course, he needs to get naughty no more. And I thought, who can help me solve this but the great and wonderful Marilyn Krieger? So welcome to the show, Marilyn, and thank you for helping me with this. Well, thank you, and I'm so happy you, you we reconnected and you asked me to uh, to come on and help. Me too, because the other thing you do and have done even pre-COVID, although during COVID you have n- new modalities of being able to help people with their cat problems in the U.S. and actually around the world, now you can use Zoom, but you were doing this for a long time, helping people deal with issues. I won't even call it cat problems. They were having a problem and they didn't know how to talk to their cat about it or sort it out with their cat. You used to use Skype, I'm sure, FaceTime, all these things. So Yes, I've uh, been doing uh, remote as well as on-site consultations for many years. And now you're you're in Northern California and people can actually, you can actually go to people or they come to you. I I will do on-site consultations at at this point. uh, Right now, anyway, they need to be fully vaccinated, and and I am. And if they are, then fine, we'll do an on-site consultation, which is really fun. It's really fun to To do that. But presume that remote ones work well, too. Nice to be able to see actual cats in situ doing what they do and helping the people sort it out. Well, I think that's really great. So here is, it's a little long-winded, the issue. But it's really interesting to me because I could come up with two or three, well, maybe it's this or maybe it's that. It's kind of a complicated situation because I don't think that the gentleman who owns Padme, or or actually it's not Padme. Padme's his 14-year-old cat. In 2020, January 2020, he adopted his second kitty, Spock. He's about two years old, a tuxedo. He will occasionally play bite, something I have to tell him no biting in response to. 
All right, so let's just break this down. The cat eventually is breaking his skin with his biting and attacking him, his legs. There's a bunch of more, but I just want to start with the no biting. What do you tell people with a cat who bites? See, I would say, well, you have to stop doing the thing that's making the cat bite you. You don't say no biting like it speaks English. What are you doing that's making the cat bite you? What do you say to your clients? Well, first of all, I want to make sure that there isn't anything medical going Good on. Good point. Need, yes. Be, yeah, because <clears throat> there are, there's some medical issues that will actually cause a lot of pain, and cats can become right. quite aggressive. So whenever there is a, a behavior that all of a sudden manifests itself, it's very important for uh, that cat to be thoroughly checked out for the problem by the veterinarian. That's very good advice. After, yeah. After that's done, um, I then look at things like uh, the environment. So here's the thing. Cats, need, cats are territorial, and they need to have vertical territory as well. Right. They need to show their status in a very flexible hierarchy. So, and so a lot of times what I see with cats that are ankle biters, um, there could be two things. One, it's attention seeking, number one. Number two, it could be that there isn't enough scratchers so the cat can indicate their own territory and there's not enough vertical territory so the cats can't show their place in their flexible hierarchy. And when they're up high, they can be equal with their people when they're talking to them. So they're, so I always look at that environment before making any suggestions and trying to figure out what the problem is. The other thing is, is that uh, some people, a lot of people, will play with their cats as kittens or as adults using their hands. Yes. There you go. So the cat's don't have boundaries. They don't, they think the way to get attention from their people is to bite and to attack and to scratch. So there's a lot of questions that would need to be answered before I could determine what's happening. Right. So let me before you before you say more because I'm going to fill in some more info. Two or mm -hmm. three times in the year and a half he's had the cat. The cat has sudden quote unquote suddenly and unexpectedly gotten aggressive with me. I think you and I would agree that when sudden behavior happens with a cat, it is not unexpected. It's, it's sudden, but not unexpected. You have been doing something that has pushed the cat to that point. If it has to do with you're stroking the cat, you're playing with it, you're paying attention to it, and you've missed all the physical cues, the cat has had enough. So people who say, oh, it came out of the blue. No animal behavior comes out of the blue. You have been sent indications. You simply haven't read the indications for the most part. So he said that, that the cat grabbed his leg with his claws, bit through, not hard enough to break skin. And by the way, a, a deep scratch or a bite from a cat is actually an emergency room visit because if you don't attend to it immediately with a real doctor and real antibiotics, you can wind up like some cat people have in the hospital on IV antibiotics. It is not a minor thing. He said, I've been walking up and down stairs, getting ready for bed. Spock's sitting at the top of the stairs at least part of the time. The last time I came upstairs, Spock was walking down the hallway towards my bedroom ahead of me. When we got to the door of my bedroom, I believe I started petting him and talking with him. I do remember that he play bit me two or three times, and I said to him, no biting. Okay, so the cat didn't want to be talked to or patted, I, I'd say. Now, you're saying maybe the cat was interacting with him and going, oh, this is fun. I'll bite you, but saying no biting. And then he pulled out a squirt bottle, which 
everybody knows is not actually how you communicate negative negatively with a cat. Can you talk about the squirt bottle? Well, so here's the thing. Um, first of all, I, I'm going to say uh, it, squirt bottles for this type of thing, if, if this is a punishment, um, uh, I don't recommend this because it can escalate yes. behaviors. Yes, it can create other, And it can create other behaviors. What he should have done. Now, again, I don't know the history. Right. If he has, if the cat is used to communicating with his mouth and maybe even mouthing a little bit, you don't even want a cat to do that. Right. Then the cat thinks it's an okay thing. Uh, yes, it could have been a warning. I don't want you to pet me. Definitely. Yes. And he wasn't seeing it. But what he should do the moment that there is an issue, instead of squirting the cat, you 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 can give the cat a time out by simply leaving the area. You don't exactly. say anything to the cat. Mm-hmm. Leave. Mm-hmm. Only for a second or two. But the thing is, you have to modify your own behavior. You have to remember not to use your hands to play with the cat. You have to learn how to read the cat's behavior. The cat's ears may have been going down. Mm -hmm. Its tail may have been swishing. There's a lot of things the cat is trying to tell you. So it's like when they finally bite you, it's like, I've been trying to tell you and you haven't been listening. So chomp. Exactly. And in fact, when he went into the bedroom after the cat had bit him, he called him play biting. But you know, teeth are teeth. I love when people say, oh, my puppy was only play biting, and then the puppy is a 95-pound Rottweiler. The puppy <laughs> that is now the exact same dog doing the exact same thing that you let them do. So you set that up, and then you're like, oh, my God, I have a biting Rottweiler. No, you have a dog you taught to bite you. And the same thing with this cat. I mean, it, this cat needs to, I, you know, some of the great tactics that are so simple, but you know, have a couple of catnip mice in your pocket when you go up or down the stairs or up or down your hallway. Because if that's what triggers the cat, whatever the trigger is about going from one space to another, maybe you've crossed a boundary that he thinks is his space and not the 14-year-old cat's. Am I right or wrong? You could throw the toy. Let him go chase that toy instead of your ankle. Distract him with something positive and fun. Uh, Well, incompatible behaviors you don't want to reinforce the the behavior so the moment you see that he's starting to either become overstimulated or or get into that position like they're going to attack you can block him like with cardboard and then give him that time out you can also knowing that there is a spot where he is more likely to do this behavior you put scratchers on that behavior i mean on that oh that's interesting i know i know what you meant like on the step or at the top of the step or the bottom of the step right exactly you put vertical territory up there you also there are some really good interactive toys maybe that go up there you also at the same time you know, when the cat is not doing this behavior, you throw toys down the stairs for him. When he's being good, you reinforce yes. him when he's yes. Mm-hmm. When he's not doing the behavior, as in, in anticipating this is an area that has sometimes been a bad behavior area or uncomfortable for you, you give them another. <laughs> th- you know, it's not necessarily bad behavior. The cat's like, "This is working for me. I got a good mouthful of man leg." You know, so worked for me. I think that's very satisfying. The cat. You know, got his prey. Good. He completed that hunting event, right? So I, I yeah. think what's the other thing, another point in the in the email that, that Warner wrote, which was interesting. He said, 
because he didn't understand about cats chasing each other being a good thing as long as the outcome is a certain... I'd love your thoughts on this. Padme and Spock get along mostly, although they do chase each other often. But it's not an although. Cats who get along well can chase as long as they change who's the chaser and the chasee, right? right? Yes, they take turns. Right. And, and then he says, it seems at times Padme, the older kitten, cat kitty, who's 14, gets annoyed with him as sometimes she will hiss or growl. But that's because she's not in the mood and she's telling him in cat language, not now or N that's enough. Right. Yeah. Well, you have a big age difference, don't you? Yes. <laughs> Huge. Right. And it's it's the older cat's job to chill out and take naps and look out the window. It's the younger cat's job to explore its world and yes. to learn lessons and to run around and have lots of stuff to do. So Right. And 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 if the older cat says growl hiss, I'm not in the mood or that was enough for me. That doesn't mean the cat doesn't like the other cat. I think part of the 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 issue is learning how cats communicate with you and with each other and and not presuming things that are not in evidence, seeing what is actually in evidence. I think the idea of the vertical space, you know, we talk about it a lot. Cats need shelves to get up on or the, the, even the top of the back of a couch if that's what you have, but something cat tree-ish or steps that go up to a platform on a wall or something. Or shelves. Shelves. Mm -hmm. You know, we say, oh, that's because they like vertical, but some cats more than others really need it to feel secure and to feel comfortable, right, in their hierarchy. Otherwise, they're, they must often be in a state of frustration or feel vulnerable or feel they have to prove something. Well, the thing is with vertical territory, there are many reasons for it, and I forgot about that other cat. So one way that the cats show each other their position in their flexible hierarchy is by where they sit in relationship to each other. Now, you need more than one cat tree or vertical territory. You need them in all the places that the cats go. One mistake that most cat tree makers make uh, you and I should design a cat tree. Let's by do way, it. Cat Let's do it. Yeah, we should. We should. We should. Because it is done incorrectly. Because cats don't want to ever feel they're going to be trapped or ambushed. Oh, those little and, cubby holes. Well, no. Look at the way. There's only one way up and one way down. Oh, in most, interesting. Most... You know who we should uh -huh. talk to is Kate from House Panther. Kate is a beloved person in the cat world. And House Panther is an amazing website where mm -hmm. she has designed and sells things, and there's even a, a pet furniture company that she's now partnered with. We should see what right. she's made a lot of really cool, very groovy, cool, like make your apartment and house look better cat hangout places, but I don't know about trees. I love the idea of an of an up an up staircase and a down staircase, like that famous novel, right? Down the up staircase. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> right, exactly. But, uh, but so and then so that's one reason. But also they feel safer and they can talk to their favorite people and be at the same right. level. And they they can see where the other cats are. They can see if there's a little bit of stray food that seems to have, uh, <laughs> you know, gotten away. And Or a uh, treat. So they, Maybe the human put a nice dried protein treat on some landing. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. So there's something good to look for. And, and then the other thing to bring up before we run out of time, Marilyn, is the fishing pole toy. Because that just seems, if you use it correctly, not you don't bang it into the cat's head, but you make it act like it's really, <laughs> you know how people do that? 
like the people are four years old. Yeah, the cat is not interested in having a thing that comes at him, people like a missile. You have to make mm-hmm. pretend you're an insect or a rodent or a caterpillar and have the thing on the end of the fishing pole act realistically in its in its motion and movement and put it under something and and don't have it swing around in the air like a helicopter. Right? right? I mean, right. unless it's a bird, and someone's, it's like a bird, I guess you could swing it around. But I mean, do you recommend fishing pole toys as a great tool to interact and bond with your cat without your hands being involved? Uh, yes, absolutely. And then uh, make sure that you have the food because you want to imitate the yes. how you put that food down. Right. And so uh, you want food to be part of it. And that also, uh, see, the thing is when uh, cats are hunting or playing, there's a release of dopamine into the system, and it only stops uh, being released after the cat has caught its toy yes. or its, you know, what uh, food, which is why you don't use laser pointers, by the Thank way. Thank you. Exactly. It's just complete torture, leaving this the cat in the state of heightened alertness and awareness and, like, no resolution to it. Yes, yeah, so you have That's to keep right. really cool snacks so that when you let the cat, you have to let the cat catch the, the toy at the end of the fishing pole at the end. Mm-hmm. And if it's a delicate mm-hmm. one, like some of them are, you do a bait and switch and you give them this really excellent treat that they love. Mm-hmm. You've learned which things this cat loves. Could be a piece of cheese, could be a dried salmon or something. And you switch it. Mm-hmm. Now that switches off that place in their brain that says, ah, I got me, I got me a mouse. We have run out of time, Marilyn, but we definitely want our Warner who wrote to us to to try some of these ideas, to definitely get your book, Naughty No More, because his cat is really, really just needs a little more guidance in how to be naughty no more. And your book will help. And I, I really you. appreciate you coming here to, to help him understand, but help all of us understand our cats better and be better and, cat people. And you can also look at my website, The Cat Coach. Yes, The Cat Coach, and which I'll put a link to so that people can go there you. and learn more and also... Have a consultation should you need one. Thanks again, Marilyn Krieger. Thank, thank you. Bye. Thanks for listening. I hope this conversation has deepened your understanding and affection for cats everywhere. It's been brought to you by Dr. Elsie's, which has broken new ground by creating a healthy, dry, and canned food for kitties called Clean Protein, which is inspired by the protein levels found in a cat's natural prey. I recommend that wet food should always be your cat's primary diet, but clean protein is the first dry cat food I believe can be a healthy choice if you want to feed dry food, even as part of your kitty's diet.